Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 709 Meridian. My name's Andrew. And this is Dee. And this is our penultimate episode of season one. We are watching Halloween 2, 1980s Halloween 2, directed by Rick Rosenthal and starring Lance Guest and um, Leo Rossi. Leo Rossi. (laughs) Yep. Um, Okay, so... uh, we mentioned it last time. We are not watching the TV cut. Sorry, um, people who want to see Lance Guest survive. We are watching the theatrical version. Um, yeah. The, the TV cut, of course, is one that a lot of people, even myself, are familiar with. <clears throat> That's the we woke up in an ambulance ending, which, yeah, we won't be seeing that here. <laughs> now, um, I think we, we talked about it last time that, with the TV cut, you know, running between the movie, probably what, 82, and then mm-hmm. the sequel, and then four in 88, <clears throat> there was, of course, the idea that Jimmy, Lance Guest's character from this, was uh, the Little baby Jamie daddy. Roy. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but not any, not, not in this continuity. We're back to... Uh, yeah, we're, we're back to... The first, first sequel continuity, yeah. You know, this is this is like Back to the Future before Marty jumps in at DeLorean. Doc is dead. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't write that damn note. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, yeah, let's get going on this. Um, it's been a while since I've seen it. So, um, all right. And then obviously next episode, closing off our first season, will be Halloween 1. And, uh, oh, gee. And also not the TV cut, so. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, let's get let's get rolling, and uh, we'll start off in three, two, one, play. All right, Universal Pictures, the old school Universal Mm -hmm. logo, my favorite. This is very much a Universal movie. Like I remember. I saw this and one and two of these and like Jaws one and two in the same week and Jeffrey Mm -hmm. Kramer's in both this and Jaws two. And it just fits because it's just, you know, this is just what Universal was like for that second. Yeah. This and like the fog, right? Anything that was was embassy. No. Oh, that's right. It was but. Um, the thing, and this is uh the first time Mr. Sandman's used. Oh, here we go, actual footage. It does, and it doesn't quite line up with the new footage. All of this, of course, is from the first movie. Did we ever? Find out why Jamie Lee Curtis didn't just grow her hair back the same way. Like, was, has anybody ever? <laughs> I, <laughs> is I there an explanation? She was just keeping it short at the time, I suppose. Or she had just cut it. Yeah, 
Because isn't this film right after something else? Like, directly? <sighs> well, it would have been, like, what? Terror Prom? Train or something? Terror Train or Prom Night, right? Prom Night, like, yeah. You know. She was keeping her hair relatively short at that point. Okay, and so she pulls up the mask here, or no? She yeah. already did that? Yeah. And that's cut a little. We saw more in the original version. Yeah, we saw his actual face. <laughs> okay, look at the look at the lights. Okay. The lights on the porch. Classic Pleasance. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this is... <laughs> this is definitely... I'm fresh from the set of Escape from New York. Mm-hmm. And they cut out the shot upstairs where he sees the body gone. Yeah. So... But before those porch lights weren't even on in the original... That's how you could tell the footage, I guess. Oh, we shot him. If it bleeds, we can kill it. All right. He forgot to lick his fingers. <laughs> Fucking left Lori alone. <laughs> like. Yeah, just left her upstairs to freak the hell out. I mean, that's kind of the thing is Loomis is a terrible uh, psychiatrist. Like, that's. Oh, yeah, he's driven to obsession at this point. rambling to some stranger. Here we go. So, um, this has the script by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill credit, but what is it Carpenter's story is that he, like, fucking got drunk and he wrote this like it's unclear what deborah hill fixed his typos i guess but um it's also a dino de laurentis production it's better than you know stephen king (laughs) i snorted him out in a coke and wrote cujo (laughs) maximum overdrive (laughs) right And so here's where we establish the uh, cool jack-o'-lantern. Um, oh, yeah. Skull. Yeah. That the, they carry through to the... Is it in kills? It's in... It's in one of them. Yeah. It might be in kills. Watch too many of those to remember. Yeah. There's always a damn pumpkin. Of course, this is no oh Hunter von Leer. Can't forget Hunter von Leer. Will Patton, uh, alternate universe. Will Patton. There you go. Well, well. 
So Nancy Stevens will be back in this. When do we get the skull just like pushed out? Um, Leo Rossi. Leo Rossi. Mark Goldblatt edited this. Wow. Okay. It's the guy who did Aliens, I believe. It was Aliens. But then he directed... This guy directed The Punisher. The Lundgren one. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here's the skull. Yeah, music by John Carpenter in association with Alan Howarth. They did about... They went on to do three then, right? I think so. And they did that in association with thing through a lot of the 70s. Michael Riva, production Riva. designer. Uh, Riva, yeah. Dean Cundy. Dean Cundy. That's a kind of a fucked up looking skull. Like, <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's spirit Halloween skull. Right. Directed by Rick Rosenthal. With a lot of uh, interference from John Carpenter, who thought Rick Rosenthal did a terrible job. (laughs) But now it is like we're watching Halloween kills, right? Like, yeah, pretty much. They duplicate this while changing all of it pretty well. Uh, at least stylistically, yeah. especially when you're shooting the South Carolina shot. for California for Illinois. Mm-hmm. But this kind of mm-hmm. looks like an Illinois alley. Mm-hmm. Especially that that shot there. So he's not too far off from the house. So he really did just fucking leave Lori. Mm-hmm. I shot him in the heart. <laughs> Six times. Calm down, old man. Whew. You know, you smell like a distillery, Dr. Loomis. I just got off the phone with Michael Pataki. And he says you're fucking drunk. Right, Dr. Pataki says... <laughs> Uh. Oh, yeah. In some ways, so what's his face? Rob Zombie did a big Halloween 2 homage with his Halloween 2 as far as that goes, but Halloween Kills sort of did the same kind of thing of like peeping, you know, Michael Myers peeping in on just regular people. The difference is, is that they weren't watching the news about Michael Myers killing a bunch of people. No. uh, In this one, like they are in Halloween Kills. Oh, but there it is. Oh, gee, did Coke, uh, is there some product placement? Um, Yep. This is a very tame Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. He's got business. 
just wants that knife. And this, you know, Night of the Living Dead sort of repeats the original. They were watching The Thing and something else in the original. I always mm-hmm. wished they'd done more in the other movies with that, like. Yeah, the parallel. Thing. Yeah, with the. It's and using the movie to sort of track how the night, how the time's progressing through the night is a nice trick that they did in the first one. They do it in this one too, to some degree, but um, they could have done that in the other ones. I mean, they they do the shot where she's looking out of the house and all the damn movies now, but yeah, see, they were the L rods. Or a reference later on in the H four O, I believe. Okay. The um, Devils do have the comic license for this for a hot minute, and one in the fortieth anniversary or the thirtieth anniversary special. I think it was the thirtieth. They did a like spin-off like sequelizing the first movie from the perspective of the little kids who go next door to get help from one of the neighbors but it's like uh-huh. a killer old couple so <laughs> Tommy Doyle and Lindsay couldn't show up in anything else cuz they were killed by these old people on Halloween too like wow <laughs> Northwest Hadfield. Yeah, here's the thing though. I don't believe there's a fucking Illinois street called Orange Grove. <laughs> like No. No, it would be Oak Grove or Yeah. What does B and N stand for? You don't want to know. Um, it just occurred to me you could. Okay. Eesh. Why'd she have to go? Yeah, that all—that's the big question. Like, there's oh. a lot of senseless victims. Yeah, this one you. especially. Especially if he's so dead set on getting Lori. And supposedly that was Carpenter, right? Like, that's what Rick Rosenthal says, is Carpenter shot all those inserts. Mm. Or some of them anyway. I don't even fucking care what Rick Rosenthal says, sorry. <laughs> but like, you know, this movie proves, oh, there's the fucking wig. There's, there's Lori and the Hulk wig. I mean Universal Backlot yeah that's Beaver Street but this movie definitely proves that you can pretty easily ape a John Carpenter movie Um, H2O does it better but like it's the closest yeah yeah, and they, I mean, they that's what they were going for, no matter what Rick Rosenthal 
process, right? Like, it, come on. Did you get to H four O and H four O kills where they just lift entire scenes, complete? You know, yeah, shots. Much more in H four O or in kills, which sort of means that they could have made H four O fit a little bit better too. Uh All right. Haddonfield Memorial Memorial. Hospital. (laughs) Comes a little bit of gore for you kids out there. Just to show you, Michael Myers ain't the only evil out there on Halloween night. Oh, fuck. It's the razor blade. So that would be he got his razor blade from that house that's in that comic or whatever. Devil's Due also did a three. We're going to do a three-issue series tying this to H2O. But... They went out of they either went out of business or lost the license between issues two and three, so they never finished it. Oh. But it was called the Many Deaths of Laurie Strode. It's oh, all wow. about her faking her death. <laughs> I remember one of those companies did a Friday Thirteenth comic. It was terrible. Oh man, was it Devils? Devils do probably had it at some point, but I feel like it was one of the other ones. It was awful. The art was bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. All they wanted to do was draw women naked and just the gore. That was it. What fucking... Yeah, there was a bunch of those like that. And then eventually they'll... We should see a doctor. What the fuck? Like, the kid's literally got a fucking razor blade in his mouth. Right. He's about to be trapped jaw over here. <laughs> and the whole hospital has to gather around Lori. Lori Strode. Her band played last week. Everybody knows Lori Strode. You weren't due till Tuesday. There you go, Gloria Gifford. (laughs) Got a steady hand there, Doc? They do this in the other one too, right? Don't put me to sleep. Martin. I'm thinking H. In Resurrection? Not Resurrection. Yes. Right? At the beginning of Resurrection or no? I think. I'd like a just a movie of the two of them bickering. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that tight ass car. <laughs> Jesus. That sh- the car should be bigger, shouldn't it? Yeah, and he's just finding out now that his daughter was killed. Oh yeah, that's right. Or not even yet, right? No. When he walks up, it's Annie. And then he disappears from the movie. The rest of the movie, yeah. You are lying, Loomis. You shot I him think five you're times. Drunk, doctor. Shit. That's the end of Ben Tramer. Here we go. <laughs> oh, he's wearing that, that other mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's wearing that Halloween 4 mask. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? He said, wait a minute. <laughs> but not only does he get hit, he blows up in an A-team explosion. Right? It's just an instant boom. And we will... <laughs> I couldn't stop. What? He came out of nowhere. I didn't nowhere. see him in the middle of the room He was there. walking really slow away from them. <laughs> My God. Here we go. Okay, now this is a harbinger, though. Danny! (sighs) This does call to the end of the movie, though. Mm -hmm. It's kind of brilliant. Do you think that was supposed to be Adrian Barbeau before they got divorced? It could have been. <laughs> she had the best look of a worried mother like that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wait, what year's Escape from New York? Isn't it 81? Yeah. She was busy shooting that. And then wow, she did a one she did like three in a row. That was a busy woman. Then she did Swamp Thing the next year. Right, Swamp Thing, uh Creep Show. Mm -hmm. Was eighty two. Just tell it to call you Billy. Gloria Gifford. Do we know what happened to her leg? She tripped, right? Right. She fell. She, she fell off the. Remember the second floor from mm. the other house. She was like already limping.
So I like how in the first movie, Lori's never flirted with a boy before. And now she's like, what's up, 19-year-old, 19 to 21-year-old? Yeah, she's at ease with this guy. Hey, look, it's Dana Carvey. Is that Dana Carvey? Mm-hmm. Watch her eyes. Watch her eyes. Watch, watch. <laughs> it's always a bummer that she didn't go on to more. Right? She has a cameo in three as Tom Atkins' ex-wife. Huh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's more that, um, <laughs> there's more that Carpenter could have put her in. He did it enough later on. Yeah. There's a kid dressed as Marty McFly in the back. They should get all the cops who don't believe Loomis together. <laughs> Dr. Pataki called ahead. Mm-hmm. Look, you got to get this loan name, Dr. Loomis. Look, the reporters and shit are listening. Um, the fucking Kundi photography in this is it's really good. Like, yes, it is. I love his tracking. Mm-hmm. Just oh, uh, oh, and just the just the way the shops are lit. Like, yeah, because he this would have been like one of the last kind of non sort of 80s proto tent pole releases right like they're never just yeah. chill scenes like this in uh big trouble or anything like that uh-uh. now we're establishing the supporting cast everyone this is a uh... yeah Just letting you know that the victims are human as well. These kids had lives, man. These young adults, these are all young profession, medical professionals when you think about it. It's not like, what do you call it? Uh, 
fucking Friday Thirteenth, where they're all supposed to be seventeen. And all this, right. this is nice bringing back the. Um... <laughs> Excuse me, man. Bringing back Boombox Kid, but I was thinking earlier you could do a Halloween movie in one. I mean, you could you'd fake it, but you could do it in one continuous shot. That'd be something to try. Hmm. Right. You can, you can remake it that way. Yeah. You know, for Halloween. Um, Rob Zombie's next remake of Halloween or whatever the fuck it's going to be. Oh, God. After that, what would it be after that? After Bloomhouse is done with something, who makes it? Oh, shit. Oh, no. Michael Bay's place is out of business. Mm. That would have been kind of funny to see a fucking Michael Bay produced Halloween remake. A lot of explosions. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> when Ben Schramer gets of, killed, of... is there going to be explosions? <laughs> A lot of sunset shots for no a reason. Of, a lot of girls in bikinis. It is practically a Michael Bay movie. Like loud ass music. She's parking in visitors parking. <laughs> oh Boy. man. What happened to the mask in between the two movies? They got super dirty. Well, also they didn't focus on the eyes in the first one, right? No. He was just a that's why he was called the shape. He couldn't, you know, he had the black eyes, yeah. the devil's eyes. <laughs> and Leo Rossi being Leo Rossi. Mm-hmm, pretty much. No, no script for this guy here. Just smoke a joint, and when you get to the roach, <laughs> see. <laughs> All right, so we got Night of the Living Dead going on in the background. (laughs) I don't know. Lean into the fucking sounds for Michael Myers action. Do more with it. (laughs) It's like the TV, the movies on TV are kind of a harbinger. I love that. I mean, when you think about it, nothing they brought over from the first movie. They brought over good shit from the first movie. Like, there's just not. But up, up. I mean, what does she think? He's sitting there smoking a joint. Like, right? He's he's chilling. <laughs> I'm gonna say whatever the hell I want. Still.
So is there more canoodling between this hospital staff or just any random episode of Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, that. Like. <laughs> Listen, I'm high. There you go. I've done it before. College boy. That implies that Jimmy is at least 19. Yeah, he's 19 if, yeah. or so. Is he? Well, no, because it's fall. So he would and not be on summer break. What if he, he, says, I, mean, he I think he's 20. I think he's 20 plus. Didn't he say his brother was the same age or something? Yeah, we weren't paying attention to it. Or Leo Rossi's brother was the same age or something. Yeah. Jimmy's a fucking buzzkill. Um. <laughs> I mean, okay. So I will say, however, it's not like there was a better version of Lance guest in 1981, right? Like, no. Last Lance guest was your best earnest. It was either Lance guest or they begged Scott Bayo to do <laughs> 19 to 22 year old white guy, basically like, This is the emptiest hospital, too. Like, where are the mothers to these kids? So he just came in to sit down and talk to her about Michael Myers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, this is actually like a good idea. Like... For Lori's not arc that she gets in this movie. (laughs) yeah that is kind of the thing and they did that in halloween kills right they promised michael myers was going to go into hospital and kill a bunch of fucking people like a lot of people like he does at the end of the movie Mm -hmm. but they had the money that they could have had more people in the hospital and just figured that shit out right like but no they they blew all that on we got to chase this guy through the hospital so he could jump out of the window or whatever. Jump off the roof. I always, so her last name, the character's last name is Alves. I always wondered if she's Joe, named after Joe Alves, the guy who, who he, oh, he the was pro- the, the production designer on Jaws 1 and 2 who directed Jaws 3. Could be. It just seemed to 
It's very universal anyways. Mm -hmm. All very, you know, late seventies, early eighties, universal backlash. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just go, damn it, Janet. So presumably the nurse is not worried about Michael Myers attacking the hospital. She just doesn't want to walk to the other end of the hall to tell the guy the phones are out. Right. (laughs) Just lazy as fuck. Yeah, this is definitely one of those, um, one of those workplaces where you're supposed to feel like Mrs. Alves is a bitch, which is probably the thing is she's a bitch for doing her job. Right. And because all of her staff suck, right? They're, yeah, they're, they're lazy. lazy asses. It's that fucking guy. It's the late <laughs> chick. It's Leo Rossi tried to fuck everybody. And it's Jimmy yeah. tried to, you know, He's just mooning over Lori. Yeah. So it's like the most justified pissed off boss. And I always thought she was incredibly sympathetic for it. It's just like, no, the movie's yeah. like, no, she sucks. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, and she sucks because everybody else thinks she's a bitch. <laughs> she, it, there's your better movie. It's her trying to get Lori out of there. It's a proto aliens with Ripley. And oh, Newt. yeah, that's the next. Yeah. That's the next remake. Well, supposedly the original Halloween idea for Halloween 2 was Halloween in an apartment complex, which I always thought was like a high rise. And Michael was going up the floors, killing people, which I always thought was a great idea because like it'd be the towering inferno, only a slasher movie. But let or um, I always like the idea of a Halloween Friday 13th taking place during the winter. Yeah. And they were going to do that. The second the second, what's it called, was supposed to be that, right? The uh, second Platinum Dunes? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got a fucking series like Hellraiser. There are 14 of them. They've never made a fucking good one. No. <laughs> or even Except had like a good idea. The first one, which was, you know, better than middle the of the second world one? for what it was. The, the, sec- second the second one, one okay. yeah. has that that hell that looks like it's Tron. <laughs> yeah, the dark side of Tron. Mm. And this guy here, uh, the security guy, otherwise known as the Candyman from the Death of Fonzie episode of Happy Days. Really? Yeah. One of Fonzie's nemesis. I don't think Migo made an action figure of him. <laughs> Speaking of which, there's an action figure on that bookshelf. I wonder what it is. It looks like it. Look at that. Above that yellow binder. Uh. Let's see. Bleach. <laughs> um... 
Yeah, I would say this is the scene where you realize that Rick Rosenthal can't keep up a John Carpenter impression. No. Like, it just goes on too fucking long. And it's just like... You know, it's Dean Coondy or whatever, but it feels like a fucking episode of The Rockford Files. Right. Or not even something that, like, you know, a Rockford Files knockoff. Yeah, it's staged wrong. It's 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 smaller. They should have cast that part better too, like. She just tosses it in a water fountain. <laughs> Halloween movie. Halloween 2. Don't forget, girls aren't smart. <laughs> that's like the thing that's so fucking weird about it is, is like, regardless of the script, Deborah Hill still produced it, right? And she like put a lot of work into the female characters and all the other movies they made together. But all of a sudden with Halloween 2, she's just like, I ah, fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, they're all dummies. Oh, excuse me. I'm just door number two. Such a tense, tense scene here. There's no build up, really. No. And it's one of those sequences where here we go. Eh. And I mean, there are a bunch of those, right? There are a bunch of those failed jump scares. Yeah, because that one was just. And there's another jump scare. <laughs> the jump scares or pop scares? Well, the jump is uh, the door. Hmm. The pop is like if you come off from a, you know, um, from off screen somewhere. Okay. So that's Jeffrey Kramer who appeared in um, Jaws 1 and 2 as the sheriff's deputy. Another universal Yep. Another universal connection. And he has a very oddly limited career for somebody who's like such a wonderful sidekick. Mm Mm-hmm. Are these the best cops in a Halloween movie? Well, they're the ones that give a shit. Because it it hasn't... It hasn't gone farther than the town. This is... This fucker mess with our town. We gotta get him. (laughs) 
But I mean, again, like there's shit going on over the night. Like it's a fairly thoughtful elements of this, you know, the plotting, but again, it's 1978 and these people know more about what's going on in their little town than they do 40 years later when they're all listening to Tommy Doyle fucking get drunk. <laughs> also, that is not the Myers house from the first one, right? Like that is a much nicer house. Yeah. That is a residential street though, I mm. believe. That's definitely on location somewhere. Give me that. <laughs> They're in Warren County. Yep. The now mm-hmm. later do they have Haddonfield badges? I wonder. Because the sheriffs they went all out four yeah. and five with the Illinois badges. Oh. Well, in four, those were state troopers when yeah. Loomis goes into the water, when Donald Pleasance does his own stunts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, little Billy Warlock. And that other guy, he's been in other stuff, too. I think his dad, Billy Warlock's dad, is uh, one of the stunts in this. Dick mm-hmm. Warlock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's just waiting to hook up with Leo Rossi, right? Pretty much. Okay. That never happens at work, usually. Exactly, especially this dead hospital. Nobody's celebrating their Halloween baby or nothing. (laughs) It's kind of concerning there's no, like, doctor on duty. There's that, the drunk dude somewhere, but... The one drunk doctor. They got, like, 12 babies in there and they got no doctor around. They got no OBs in there. That's fucked up. Yeah, now that's a jump. Hmm. <laughs> Wasn't she one of Jack's girlfriends? I... Wasn't every single... Yeah, every chick from the 70s. The late 70s. (laughs) I mean, 
is that better or worse than every single actress from the mid nineties being either Jerry Seinfeld or George's girlfriend? Right. Matter of fact, a couple of these chicks in here were probably anybody that wasn't Jamie Lee Curtis. She was supposed to be a scream queen, right? She was another one. Her? Her, yeah, I think. Who? Yeah, I mean, somebody else got a big credit. Is it her? Hold on. That's Pamela Susan. Yeah, she's she's supposed to. Okay. She was definitely on Buck Rogers, I think. I can see her in one of those... Those satin jumpsuits. The universal backlot. There you go. See, now this is Lori's theme, which Mm -hmm. they completely forget. Shitty ass fucking Captain <laughs> Mom. Dad's related nice to Rachel. The first one, right? Lance Kerwin is Michael Myers. <laughs> God, that wig is bad. But I think they put a worse one on her later on. She starts in a worse one. Oh. Okay, so here's our first uh, TNA. Yeah, yeah. It had to be with this lizard. Did Leo Rossi ever not play this guy? Yeah, he was always the sleaze. We're doing this instead of finding out about um, Lori and Michael Myers. This was a big deal then, too, wasn't it? I was like... Edie, yeah. This would have been... I mean, Halloween 2 was one of the first big studio slasher movies, right? Like... Yeah, it was anticipated. Friday 13th was Paramount, but on the cheap. Not like... And it was a hit that they kind of churned out the sequel faster than because all of these came out in a row. Mm. 
only 82 put a stop to Halloween. <laughs> well, I mean, that was the thing was, is they were like, we can do it. In the, it doesn't matter if we take a year to do it, right? Like. Yeah. And now we're to what? Two years? Mm-hmm. The the prest- only the prestigious franchises. Oh. There you go. The A was Leo Rossi. Um with dog tags? Interesting. He's a rough and tough guy. But um yeah, like Friday thirteenth, this, because if they were gonna do one of these every year as like an anthology or whatever, unrelated Mm -hmm. ones every year. I mean, the idea was you could get it done in a year, whereas now you, what, what do you wait for your average? I mean, the Marvel movies are theoretically, I mean, it depends on if they're a year or two, but like Batman's were three when they went to two is when they fucked it up. And now they're like, you know, four or whatever. So two was, two was uh, the Schumacher movies. Yeah, and they were trying to churn them out. They were. They thought, well, it was the one Schumacher. Yeah. They thought they were going to be able to do it. Uh, so now the idea is that Michael knows. Michael wants a woman's touch. Yeah, he's he's a little, uh, but she's a center. She's been in there messing around. You don't taste that mud and dirt. Mm, And blood. That shot of Michael. They use those. (laughs) They use that. (laughs) Anytime something got graphic on AMC, they would (laughs) insert that one shot. Well, like, remember the scene in the beginning where he stabs the girl? Uh, you see in her getting stabbed, they put that shot in there. <laughs> With the background and, then, and all, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you have a gratuitous, uh, gratuitous oh, yeah. gross-out death scene there. With some nudity thrown in just to make it. So she got paid. Presumably. Unless she was one of those, she complained afterwards. <laughs> they made me get naked and I get paid. So, yeah, here we go. He does do the, uh, what's that, the Sam Hain in the school? Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't see that when we walked in. No. Also, he's got the flashlight, even though the lights are on. <laughs> <laughs> right, all lights are on. What the fuck does he have a flashlight? <laughs> Very big in the thorn. Okay, here we go. One of the coolest characters in the whole saga. 
Dr. Pataki oh, sent so me. <laughs> right. So she has a cigarette in this one. She probably had a cigarette in the first one. She has she definitely does a cigarette in the in H2O. Does she have yeah. a cigarette scene in H4O? Yeah, that's her shtick. She smokes. Unless she says something in H4O. The custodian's there? Michael broke in while the custodian was there and left him alive? Yeah, because he just wanted to commit, you know, tomfoolery. And and the, the custodian's there in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Buffing the floors. I didn't hear anything. This scene right here is definitely from the old, like, 50s horror movies. Mm-hmm. Weird little Jimmy coming back in. You know, it would have been better if she was just annoyed by him. Or if there was like some other similar girl in another room. He was visiting her all the time, too. Like just going between the two of them. Or if he was kind of like, uh, like, um, what you call it? Uh, Rick Moranis and Ghostbusters. Right? Just. Annoying the shit out of her. <laughs> of course, now she's catatonic, so that's it for Jamie Lee Curtis in the movie. Uh, right. I guess she made it 55 minutes in. This one does move pretty damn well. Oh, yeah. It, it, the pacing is really good in this. Did we not get a scene of Michael killing a naked old man? Is that was that cut? Thankfully, thankfully. Tell them I'm coming after I feed my fish. (laughs) (sighs) Womp womp. We couldn't see it the way the shot was before. Oh, this is coming out of the dark. Very nice. (laughs) Wow. So he knew exactly what the stuff does, huh? Yep. It's 
So she is dead. <laughs> That's his first uh, looking shot, right? Oh, yeah, with the head cock. Mm-hmm. I gotta admit, they they kind of amp up the suspense. It's it's not like the first one, but they they pick it up a little as yeah. the movie goes along. Once Michael gets more active in it, like I think it's sort of inevitable. Like. Mm-hmm. The really boring earlier ones were when Michael wasn't there, right? Or he was, but he was there just for the jump scare, like a security guard getting it. Like that went yeah. on way too long because we don't eventually get know. to some great Dean Kundi POV Michael shots, you know? So what is the deal with the turtleneck though? Nope, nope, nope. Just kidding. Trick or treat, Michael. This is um, pretty much where the Rob Zombie homage picks up. Uh, Including with, uh, shit, what's her name? hmm. There's a cameo from, I can't remember her name. She's famous, but anyway, there's a cameo in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 as the nurse. Is that it for Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, because what the power is out. Hmm. Well, somebody's watching TV. Wasn't that the same hallways two shots ago? Yeah. This is clearly built on a set hospital. Probably the old Marcus Welby Hospital or something. going to call up her mom who's going to be like I told you you're not my daughter right told you don't ever call me again why didn't Lori's parents take Jamie that's a good question or they might have been presumed dead by then too or they were like she's not my daughter that's not my granddaughter. Uh, no responsibility. They were like Brody and Jaws too. <laughs> I've been through that hell. I'm not going through that. 
does it come up at all in 666? Because it should, since they're this in the old Strode house, and theoretically they should know about Jamie Lloyd, right? Or no, because the dad's just a fuck-up. And yeah, he's brother, an asshole. Yeah, and the brother, like, gave his fuck-up brother a house and a job. <laughs> That would be Jamie Lee Curtis's big scene for the second act of the movie. Oh, yeah. Come on, Lobus. That's like the most California this movie's felt. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's noticed the security guard's been gone for a movie? Hell no. Because he was at the end of the hall. That's how it always is. <laughs> So he's so there's literally not anybody else in the hospital. Nope. And her name is Jill Franco, which makes me wonder if she's named after Larry Franco, who, of course, co-produced a bunch of John Carpenter movies. Oh, yeah. They always name drop each other. Wow, that that was. <laughs> so you cut Michael out of this, and he's the murderer. Pretty much, he's the only one who's away when everybody's. Yeah. That might actually be a pretty good movie. It's no visiting hours, but it's. (laughs) Okay, so nobody's found any bodies yet that's still alive. Isn't the other thing. Here it comes. Poor Lance Guess. This one's kind of creepy. Because this is the 
this is the blood that Lori was imagining earlier or whatever. Right. Or we're to assume she was imagining that. Or she had a psychic connection with Michael, just like her daughter will in there you go. Two movies or three movies. <laughs> Woo. Ugh. That Dean Kundi photography though. It does look kind of real though. Ugh. It's pretty. Okay, so she doesn't get away. No. Okay. So Michael ran out there and snuck into the back of her car. Right, because he just knew she was going to leave. Okay, well, he He did overhear them, but yeah. Even though she's not the one whose car we established earlier. Like, it makes sense if it was what's-her-face. Yeah. It makes... (laughs) Ambulance tires are still intact. Where do they keep the keys to those? Yeah. Some of the Yo Rossi's got the keys. Uh. <laughs> they draw attention to the to the her hair too much. Like yeah, it's really bad there. That's another wig. That's totally a different wig. They were mad at the person who pulled the prank and gave him a Hulk wig. Oh, you see that? You saw it in Lori Vision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeesh. So he, he slashed the tires on his way in. We're going to guess. Yeah. And here we go. To me, this is the best, the best part piece of the score there, the chase score. Yeah. This one's so good. I think they used it what in the beginning of um, Terror in the Isles. So I, I clearly misspoke earlier. Jamie Lee Curtis's best set piece is, is this one, not the earlier one. Oh, yeah. 
somewhat less, you know, more thankless, but also mm-hmm. lots more to do. And also to sort of play up her new Scream Queen thing. Though this would be her last movie as a Scream Queen, right? Yeah, this was after Terror Train. I think so. So it's definitely after Prom Night. So from this point on, she's serious. Mm-hmm. Yeesh. I think Rob Zombie really does something with a window in the other one. <laughs> Universal prop department. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that the controlled substances thing? Like, <laughs> see, now I wanted to see Michael climb through that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody was like, "We can make him walking with the the little scalpel just as menacing as him with a knife." But um, it looks like he's walking around with a pen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) As we all know, those elevators, no matter what, the door opens right open (laughs) if you obscure it when it closes. Unless, you know, that was something they developed after this movie. (laughs) I like how all of a sudden, once she gets hidden in there, they care about the lighting so much more. Oh, damn, look at that wig. Look at that. Look at that mop. <laughs> that is not the same wig as two scenes ago. No. Looks like Benji hair. This is the main street that we went down earlier. Why are they going to the hospital? Is it just on the way out of town? Yeah, it's on the way out of town. This deputy guy is the best day player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at him. He's like, <laughs> sniffing. <laughs> moving his mustache around. Yeah. He must have been 
security at Universal somewhere. Ah, talking about the Druids tying us into uh, Halloween 3 and the Cult of Thorn. Which they need to just go ahead and do, connect it. Oh, of course. She's killing that turtleneck neck brace looking sweater. I want to see the sub, like the the movie about the governor unsealing Michael Myers' file and shit. Like, <laughs> oh, here we go. Loomis is like. Figure it out, Loomis. Shot from the Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's definitely from the tour. <laughs> that road. That's from the Universal tour. The uh, right, right by the Jaws tank. <laughs> the fifteen-year thing establishes is what they do in H two O a little bit too. That's yeah. how they. Oh, or Lance guess. Eesh. I mean, he was clearly intended to to live just because why else would you give him such a shitty death scene? <laughs> right? Like, So he died by just hitting his head too hard? Yeah, he, he has an untreated uh, yeah, concussion. Untreated concussion there. It got slammed by an orca tail. <laughs> Died like Richard Harris. <laughs> An orca. <laughs> Dino De Laurentiis, so, you know. <laughs> wow. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's another guy you hate to see him go. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeesh. Damn you, Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. <laughs> okay. What's strange is this one's not in continuity with Halloween 2018 or Halloween Kills, but Lori kept wearing wigs, just like in this movie, for the rest of her life. I want to understand why you didn't hear her in that same location when he was closer. Right, he kept walking. Or why they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here comes the, the Jaws shot. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, God. <laughs> It'd be funnier if Loomis had forgotten to reload. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> it just throws the gun at him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, I love how they're accurate enough to give the sheriffs, the uh, the state troopers or whatever. Mm-hmm. They give them the Illinois badge. Breathing. <laughs> uh. Now, in the TV cut, they don't do the next slit, and instead, no. it appears Loomis shoots the cop. Really? Yeah. The way they cut they it, just, they just—they just do the sting in the music. You just know. No, I, I watched it. There's a there's this YouTube examination of it by somebody oh, I, wow. I know online. Yeah, and it's Michael picks him up, and he, the the idea is Michael stabs him in the back, but they cut that, and instead Loomis shoots, and the and then Michael tosses the body aside. Oh. Uh. Does Lo- does, when does Lori, if ever, learn Loomis's name? That's true. 
Because nobody else knows his name. They don't explicitly say it to mm-hmm. her. Nobody talks to her about him at all. No. He's just this old man that shows up. <laughs> yep. Shaky. Oh, no. He just walked through glass earlier and right. he can't. Uh... Oh, there he goes. Yep. He Frankensteined his way through this one. <laughs> yep. Told you, Loomis. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's creepy. Moving his head like an old claymation cartoon. Because mm-hmm. that turtle knife. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, this shot they love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shouldn't he be blind when he comes back? He's like Frankenstein. Okay. Frankenstein. <laughs> or the Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, but that's because they put Bella Lugosi's brain in his... Delagosi's brain somehow fixed the monster's eyes. The monster spent a movie blind. Yeah, there was one movie where yeah. he's allegedly blind, but they never, they never say no, they it. they do. They don't. They forget about it. So think no, the one doesn't with he the... Go blind? He goes bl- something happens at the end of Son of Frankenstein to make him blind. Yes. Son of Frankenstein is about them putting Bela Lugosi's brain in the monster. That was Ghost of Frankenstein. No, Ghost of Frankenstein is where Bela Lugosi plays the monster. No. Shit. Lugosi played him in Fuck. Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. He, okay, no, he goes blind in Frankenstein meets the Wolf. No, he goes no, he blind. Goes blind. In, he goes blind in the Ghost of Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yes. Yes. Because so Bela Lugosi is like... Yes. So what good is a body with eyes that cannot see? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he should be blind in Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, but they never address it. Yeah, they never address it. Yeah, they never say Just anything. like Michael. What good is a body with eyes that cannot see? Let's party, Michael. <laughs> hmm... All those innocent babies had to blow up. Yeah, they don't establish that they didn't kill those babies. So the inspiration for Blumhouse. It should have been in the uh, 
body count. Here we go. Yep. A burning Michael, which was teased early on at the death of old Ben Tramer. Very much like Spock in uh, Wrath of Khan, where they tease his death early on and do it later. Yep. So that cop's back. Is Hunter Von? Oh, there's Hunter Von Leer. Couldn't be busy. He couldn't actually look for Michael anywhere. Uh uh-uh. So far. See, now there's somebody in an ambulance, though. You clearly see a body back there. Mm -hmm. Because that's that's Lance Guest, right? It's Lance Guest. Which means he's probably not dead. He's not driving. Why couldn't he have taken her into the fucking ambulance? Like, he said, damn that. <laughs> With the night this girl's had, she's bad luck. And now the people come out of the fog to go look at the burning hospital. <laughs> And that's it. Is that the definitive ending for Halloween for several years? Boom, boom. Look at how high Bill Jeffrey Kramer is in this movie for his one scene. You're right. It <laughs> was a Jaws man. Dick Warlock played Michael. Ah. Dan Carvey assistant, Craig Bill Warlock. Jonathan Prince. What else was he in? He was in something. Nancy Loomis, Annie. So Loomis is where John Carpenter got the name. Um, Nick Warlock played a patrolman. Yep. Bennett Tramer. Not just Ben Tramer. Bennett Tramer. (laughs) Was Mr. Sam was this was in Back to the Future one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So as Marty walks in town. Yeah. Universal clearly owned uh, some rights. Gary B. Kibbe was one of the assistant photographers. He'd go on to shoot everything Carpenter did Mm. in the 90s, pretty much. Mm. And starting in the late 80s, I think. Not, um, Not Dean Kundi, but, you know, pretty good. Mm. I mean, nobody's Dean Kundi. Huh? 
I almost want to watch Escape from New York. Just watch Escape from New York. There's just too much crap you got to watch from the beginning. Nah, just chill out. <laughs> All the establishing shit. It's not that long. Just, just get. No, it's not. That's the thing. Chilled out before the flight starts and let buckle up and enjoy that flight in. Yeah. Dick Warlock stunt coordinator. There's a registered nurse on staff. I'll bet these the production illustrations were pretty cool. Mm. Menacing Michael Myers around the hospital and shit. Like this this is what the beginning of all the uh we're gonna do where you have to do a, a murder scene in a hospital. In a slasher movie sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Friday 13th would do it pretty quick, right? Three or um, four. Yeah, four. And then fucking... Um, the burning. There's a scene in the burning where he has to get... The killer gets out of the hospital. I think he kills somebody in a hospital. There's a few more. Well, but I mean, it, Nightmare on Elm Street turned it into a whole bit. Yeah. Especially what part three. Filled in Panavision. It's too bad there's no Michael Myers will not return, but Halloween will tag. <laughs> oh, special thanks. Wonder what the deal is with the special thanks. Oh, use of a house. All right, so yeah, Halloween two. Um, that uh, it was intended to end the franchise, and well, no, it was intended to end the Michael Myers franchise and start yeah. the Halloween franchise, which would then be an annual, unconnected horror Anthology. show. Yeah. And didn't make it past the first one. Um, and then, let's see. The first time after this that Giant Carpenter would work on a Michael Myers movie was H4O. So, there you and go. That was the big anniversary gala. That was the one. He, that was the one. Se- those are the only sequels Giant Carpenter gives his blessing to. Which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and... Honestly, seems like he just wants to get his son a job composing music. There you go. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Just say, like, (laughs) Occam's razor. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, Halloween 2's no Halloween, but for a slasher movie, it's got a lot of good shit. Yeah, for For a slasher sequel, sequel, it's got a lot of good shit. It also started, like, like the first one, it set the standard for slasher sequels, so to speak, even though I think I might give uh, Friday 13th Part 2 a slight edge because that just launched the franchise after that. Yeah, and it didn't have, I mean, it was it was launching a franchise as opposed to trying to kill one, right? Like, mm-hmm. John Carpenter 
was incorrect that people wanted an annual unrelated horror movie. Yeah, um, thanks to Jason. Thanks to Jason, Michael Myers <laughs> kind of had to come back. But it took a while because this is 81 and it took him seven years to get him back. Yeah. Um, met, you had your, uh, you had your Freddy's and Leatherface came back and. Yeah, this was three years before Nightmare, four years before Texas Chainsaw 2. Mm-hmm. So by the time Michael Myers came back, there had been those two plus Hellraiser. Yeah. Was that it for named slasher franchise or well i mean hellraiser and yeah because i a think different. i want to say child's play came out in 89 88 88 okay it was 88, 88. but still so yeah it came was... late in the game but still four came out in 88 so and nobody knew that child's play was gonna kind of that well, sort of lingered for a minute yeah and they got years out of that one too um mm-hmm. There's your there's your Monster Squad remake. Oh yeah. It's Michael, Jason, Freddy, Pinhead, and Chucky. And they just fight the whole time. They just bicker. They're gonna have to do that though. I, I mean, I don't know. They're never gonna get Freddy. Would they would they allow a monster squad with slasher characters though? Because oh, when think. you think about it, you know, Monster Squad was more you could get away with you know, the Wolfman and <laughs> Dracula and Frankenstein's monster. You can't really. <laughs> well, let's see who owns these right now. So Universal's got Michael and Chucky. Mm-hmm. What? Fox? Paramount has. Paramount's got. Back. Except there's that whole lawsuit thing. So who knows? You might have to do potato sack, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Chucky giving him shit the whole movie. Well, that's what um, the last time he was actually scary, though. What else? Um, I don't know. I can't. They're making Pinhead. I can't remember where that's at. But Ugh. they they haven't. They completely. Once Clive Barker <laughs> finished with that, it was. Uh, you mean like you mean three was nine, right on the wall? The nine video sequels aren't good. <laughs> <laughs> Including like the three of them that just had Pinhead like scene shot and inserted into it. Yeah, they just put them in there. Horror movie. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's really quick see if we can do some. Uh, what do you call it? Halloween two trivia to close us out. Let's see if there's anything good here. Apologize for the typing, y'all. Let's see what we got here. Uh, blah. Don't care about the mask. Uh, Dick Warlock says he got the part as Michael by picking up the Michael mask and staring and like approaching Rick Rosenthal and not speaking. <laughs> so what Nick Castle was directing by then? Well, yeah, because shit, Last Starfighter was a couple years later, right? And Nick Castle wrote, yeah. he co-wrote Escape from New York. Oh, that's um, right. Producer writer John Carpenter didn't like Rick Rosenthal's first version of the film, believing it was as scary as an episode of Quincy M.E. Um, because it took place in that damn hospital. What's his face? Carpenter thought Rosenthal didn't have a feeling for what was going on with the film. Um, uh, the only Halloween really... 
movie to show the morning after the 31st. Every other movie ends on Halloween night. And that's actually true. Is Carpenter talking about his writing process being a six pack of Budweiser every day? Jeez. Not um not in one night, but they got money, they got paid for this one, as opposed to the first one where they didn't get any back end. Um The Howling. So the other horror movies of 1981 were The Howling, Friday the 13th Part 2, and The Final Conflict. Damn, that's right. That was that early 80s run where there was like werewolf movies too. Mm, The Howling franchise. That's another one you forget about. The Howling, um, Wolfen, Company of Wolves. There was a bunch of them at one point. Silver Bullet. How do they do werewolf movies anymore? <laughs> That's weird. I mean, CGI werewolves look like shit. Nobody wants. I mean, fucking American Werewolf. Nobody wants to spend the time. Nobody wants to do the makeup, and the CGI fur's not there yet. Like, not enough. No. Uh, according to Dick Warlock, Deborah Hill later said he walked too slow in an interview. And that oh. fucked up the movie, and he was and Dick Warlock's upset that he uh, that she didn't just tell him that on the job. Um, the hospital's gone. It's apartments. What else we got here? Oh, so the hospital was a location, then, but the interiors had to be set, right? Yep. Um, Thirty or I don't know was filmed at Morningside Hospital. Doesn't specify whether it's interior, or exterior. Eighty. 711 South Harvard, Los Angeles. Hmm. Um, who's Lance Warlock? There's another one. There is another one. Lance Warlock is Billy's younger brother. He played Kid with Boombox. Oh. And Kid with Boombox, who runs into Michael, was shot by John Carpenter. So that whole fucking sequence, John Carpenter had to do that. The one where oh, we were talking how great it's nighttime for yeah. yeah. So the reason so some of the reason this movie looks like a little bit like Halloween one is is because John Carpenter shot a bunch of this shit. Um Jamie Lee Curtis, Scream Queen, Prom Night, The Fog. We didn't include that in that list. Terror Train There's and train. Road Games. Road games came out in February, so presumably this came out after that so this would have been her last one hardest working chick jeez she didn't stop though i mean as far as i mean she kept going after that broad was momentum jeez and she did uh what's it called trading places trading places and then within a few years yeah she did um fish called wanda i mean this was this was sort of her last one before she got she got Famous. Right. Um, or she became an actress. Donald Pleasant says more screen time. Most of the actors portraying the hospital staff were in Rick Rosenthal's acting class. So if we want to talk about what's responsible here, um, let's see here. There's a novelization that apparently several scenes and lines in the film were taken by Carpenter from the original novelization. It's interesting. Uh, what else? There's a lot of fucking trivia for this movie. Holy shit. I don't doubt it. 
Um, well, shit, all the Fangoria shit. Right? Plus the stuff like that's how been how many special editions have they done of this shit? <laughs> like, really? Of two? Well, I mean, there's South Factory's probably done two, right? I just know they do keep. Re- this is probably one of the most re released of the because it's been through so many different. You know, it wasn't always just strictly Universal. I don't think, right? Okay, I think what it is is Universal did a special edition, and then oh, and there you go. Wait, we didn't pay attention. If there's a Mustafa Akkad presents at the beginning of this, this is the the really remastered one where um because Universal originally took his name off of it once they could legally. Yeah. Because they're assholes, I guess. Oh, let's see. Anything? anything? Nick Castle couldn't reprise his role as the shape because he was a... He was starting out his directing career. Okay, supposedly this is the same mask, and the reason it's fucked up is because of dust and Deborah Hill smoking around it. Uh. (laughs) Uh, The entirety of the opening three minutes of the film is simply archive footage from the previous film. No, not all of it. The director used theatrical differences to enhance his version of the ending. Um, yeah, it has a Mustafa Akkad presents. Anne-Marie Martin came into production as a favor when additional shooting was... So, Anne-Marie Martin, who... Wasn't she in... She was like in... She was in fucking Buck Rogers. She was in uh, Doctor Strange, too. And I think she's the one who's who married Michael, Michael Crichton. Crichton. Yeah, she's in the shot with yeah, she's the one the nurse the who disappears yeah. later. Who yeah, okay. <laughs> she's the uh, one. Uh, you're all the way near Russellville. Yeah, whatever. So, Glory Gifford was in. She was one of the ones in the acting class with. And she was in Forty Eight Hours. Forty Eight Hours. Her part should have been bigger, but then yeah. again. She's also in an incredible Hulk. Olivia, what you call it? Olivia Brown. She was in the Hulk. I hope it's not the episode with Ernie Hudson in them. <laughs> Turn it, Tony Burton keeps the, the Black Panther in his club and shit. <laughs> <sighs> Supposedly, Jamie Lee Curtis m- met Christopher Guest. Good grief. I'm not even three. Okay, now we're getting into where uh, people are talking about the kind of knife used in the Elrod home. And uh, they're getting desperate at this point. <laughs> uh, yep. So, yes, Pamela Susan Shoup has a terrible story about how they tried to pressure her into mm-hmm. shooting in the full nude for two days. And only got out of it because Deborah Hill stepped in at the last minute. So her scene, her nude scene could have been even more exploitative. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was the one that did it for money, right? Because somebody back then got paid to be naked. I remember. That was a closed set and then they lied. That was the chicken <laughs> caddy shack, wasn't it? Cindy Morgan, like. Yeah. She yeah. Got she had a bad time. No, uh, Pamela Shoup was told she would be shooting, shooting her nude scene on a closed set, and they invited 19 people. There's a bunch in. of people around, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Ben Tramer is named after 
a friend of John Carpenter's who went on to write episodes for Saved by the Bell. Oof. So there's that. And there's a documentary filmed on a set, on a like set of why of the hospital, like from a few years ago. Interesting. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Sequel stuff. Uh, Rick Rosenthal made somebody go to the hospital when she was injured instead of when she wanted to keep working. Michael Myers is shot 14 times. Okay, here, wait. Carpenter made Michael and Lori brother and sister uh, following Return of the or Empire Strikes Back. What? Yeah, he says that's what inspired him. Okay. Oh, good grief. So the, you think we get into the minutia of this shit? The fucking trivia section tracks how many people get killed on each weapon. All right, so... There you go. We don't go that deep into it. Jamie Lee Curtis has 25 minutes of screen time in this movie. So there you go. Well, because there's just so much going on and she doesn't have much to say anyway. Nope. All right. Well, Halloween too. And it's still a classic. Yep. And if they ever fucking find the original footage of the directors or of the TV cut, maybe, but not until then. (laughs) Hmm. Not watching it pan and scan again. Oh yeah. Not not (laughs) Dean Coombe pan and scan. I can't I can't do it. No. With it all pushed in. (laughs) (sighs) I keep thinking of that damn channel nine cut. Oh I know the AMC one sounds more fun with the the same footage (laughs) Just the silly (laughs) The one reaction shot of Michael. Yeah, where they just insert it. In in every scene, every other scene where there's like something really graphic, they put that insert of where he's about to kill what's her name in the hospital. It's, <laughs> it's funny as hell. I think they used to have the clip on YouTube. I don't know if they still do though. Okay, so here is the most sort of desperate Halloween two trivia. And this will be our last our last little bit here. The revelation that Michael is Laurie's older brother suggests that at the opening of the first film, when he is walking towards his parents with a bloody knife while they were coming out of the car, he might well have been on his way to murder her as a child while she was sitting in the back seat. Hmm. Well. Sure, Jan. All right. Right. Sure, Jan. <laughs> All right, everybody. That will wrap up this penultimate episode of season one, and we will be back next time with the 1978 classic Halloween finale. The finale ending. Are you guys at the excited? I'm excited. <laughs> really, we're sprinkling out the good ones. Um, and yes, and then we will have to decide what order we're watching next season's movies in. So stay tuned. We'll talk about that next time. Yes, Until then, have a good night. You. Night. The night he came home again. <laughs> More of the night he came home. More of right? the night he came home, yeah. <laughs>